What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, joined as always with NFL expert Hayden Sherrill, who's NFL gonna... expert. Oh boy, That's... I'm I'm like in the middle of the pack in the right, form we're, week we're, by week picks. We're expecting big things out of you though, because I just said that. Oh boy. But before we get started on today's show. Hayden's got an ad read that yes. he wants to do, so take it away, Hayden. I'm going to do this in the most audiobook way possibly. Ready? Well, audiobook. <clears throat> foreshadowing. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audible.com slash NGL and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash NGL. How'd that sound, John? That was good. I liked it. I liked it. Yes, but guys, check out audibletrial.com slash NGL. You'll hear more from them a little bit later, but we got we got a lot of things to cover. Oh, boy. So much to cover that we started with five minutes and ten seconds left in the Eagles and Cowboys game, but it's 37 to 10, so Hayden didn't think and it Zeke would be a problem. And just broke 100 yards. Yeah, so, I'm so excited. there's no pressure and no stress in every fantasy Hayden league I'm in. Well, I wish I could say the same. Huge Unfortunately flex. not. So for this week's episode... Um, as you'll probably be able to tell from the title, because I'm going to title it based around what we talk about. Uh, no way. We're hitting you That's with crazy. a week seven recap, but we're doing it in a power ranking of the division format. So this afternoon, Hayden and I labored over the... We fought. We fought a little bit. Hands we argued. Thrown. Yeah. For, I mean, mainly it really came down to, I thought my division was good. I thought his division was bad. He didn't, he I didn't, didn't think, I thought they were bad. He didn't think his division good. was that bad. I thought they were both more mediocre than they were. Yeah, but then when push came to shove, uh, literally, might we add, there was physical there was contact. Literally, John has a, a black eye and my nose has been rebroken for the fifth time in my life. That's right, but I broke it the other way. I did the Yeah, favor, we fixed it. So I can breathe like, now. So it's back, actually, to normal. It's an ASMR. All right, so let's go ahead and start it off with our worst division, which, like I said, fought over this. It's actually involving the two teams playing right now. Oh, boy. The Eagles and the Cowboys. I mean, just looking. The NFC East. Let's, let's talk about this first. You just look let's, at it. Okay, let's talk about this first. That's two potential playoff teams. Yeah. Not terrible. Yeah. Some of these divisions only have one potential playoff team mm-hmm. the problem is neither of these potential playoff teams are going to win more than 10 games yeah they're probably. not they're not playing someone forgot to tell them that they were a potential someone forgot team. to tell them that they were both supposed to be super bowl contenders. because they're not someone they, forgot yeah. to tell them they're the first and second ranked teams on madden yeah and it's it's not only that but you look at the next teams three and four teams giants and redskins two and five one and six trash are absolute garbage i mean the giants have looked like they're coming on the up and up but injuries saquon's still dealing with it evan ingram i think went out today again it's going to be tough for them to, to yeah, deal Saquon's with. Saquon's injury is really bothering him. But Low let's key. Okay, so let's hit all the games that happened here. We'll start with the Redskins. The Redskins won a, a, a weird one against the 49ers. No, they didn't. 9-0. to zero, Or the loss. They lost, they a, lost weird a weird one. Weird My bad. The Niners are still undefeated. Yeah, the Niners are still undefeated. But it was like terrible conditions Super in Washington. Wet. Probably pretty chilly. Yeah, oh, I don't I know. I saw some slip and slide action. I didn't there check was the temperature. A lot. I saw this one video of this Redskins guy who literally slid. I think it was Ryan like, Kerrigan eight yards trying to go after Jimmy Garoppolo. But the, my favorite part of all of it was he was still trying to chase. He was try, still trying to sack Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he was sliding. sliding. So his hands were like kind of Which waving around. Which is honestly around. kind of a superhero move, but it didn't look like it. it. Yeah, it looked, it, like a looked, child. it looked really dumb. Uh, this game was actually 0-0 at halftime. And ended with three field goals. Robbie Gold, real MVP, even though he did go 3-4. I have him four. in fantasy. Redskins, not a lot to love there. The Redskins are... The have, Giants had a, on some a little times. bit to love. Yeah, the Giants. The Giants did. Where's their? Game? If they didn't, didn't get run that. all over by Chase Edmonds, what the heck? Oh up yeah, with that? that was crazy. I mean, we know that David Johnson's a little bit hobbled, and you know Chase Edmonds 
27 carries for 126 yards, three touchdowns. Saquon only had 18 for 72 and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, anytime... Anytime Farrell Cooper's is our leading receiver with 29 yards, you know Chase Edmonds went off. Yeah, well, anytime your quarterback in an air raid offense can throw 104 yards and you still win the game, that's a good football team right there. <laughs> that's a real good football team. Uh, but the Giants— 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. We would not have thought the Cardinals would be at this point. No, three wins in a row. We're going to cover them later. Uh, yeah. Spoiler warning, their division is towards the top. A but bit further speaking up there. of the Giants, Daniel Jones looks, once again, okay. Yeah, I mean Saquon was, is still hobbled. The truth, the truth is in the middle with this team somewhere. I mean, obviously Golden Tate's a great receiver. Evan Ingram is not fully healthy. You Saquon Barkley, Saquon Barkley is not fully healthy either. I think he threw his helmet after a high ankle injury again, yeah. but then he came back in and he ran for a touchdown. touchdown yeah, so. it's it's difficult to say. Fantasy, so yeah, really it's difficult to say what's going to happen with them. Uh, you know, just because they're they're not as bad as we all thought they would be. Daniel Jones is no. playing like an average NFL quarterback. He's playing like I mean, his drafts. He immediately, he immediately came in and everyone was like, Oh man, this is like the second coming of the Manning brothers. Uh, but he's not the, that the third, the coming. third. Well, yes, the third coming of the Manning brothers. Uh, but he's not that he's, you know, no. the, the, it's somewhere there's somewhere in the middle. If they can get all healthy, I mean, he's also like, there are seven a and nine lineup and yeah, the offensive line I mean, he has, has a lot of work. Barkley, there's a lot of holes on the team. And he's still um, playing okay. So, okay, and then moving on. Out. Okay, so then this we have the other right two teams. Here, it's currently 37-10. to 10. It's probably going to end that way unless Dallas the defense has been lighting it up. Score. Eagles have been shooting themselves in the foot as well. It's like, like the Cowboys have gotten not – they've gotten lucky, honestly, with the amount of turnovers that they've experienced yeah, here. Yeah, a lot of turnovers, actually. But they've also – their defense has been stuffing a lot of real legitimate drives. Like, there has not been a lot of momentum by Philly this game, and Dallas has just kept running the clock with Zeke, and Dak's done enough. He ran for a touchdown as well, so he has two touchdowns to his name today. Amari Cooper's been playing well for your fantasy team. That's right. Won me, won me my week. It's, it's the real problem is the offensive line for Philly. They're, yeah, definitely. Well, and their defense too. I mean, their run defense is fantastic. Like, obviously, playing a guy like Ezekiel Elliott is going to be tough regardless. Yeah, but, I mean, he's only had like 111. But like, their their secondary is a mess. Oh like they got goodness. lit up by Kirk Cousins last week. This week they're not Dax, getting lit up this week. Dak only yeah. has like 200 and some yards. Yeah, but that's but because, he's managing the game because, because Zeke's running so combined. Well. They they have almost 170 rushing yards. But the the defense is 190. The, rushing the defense yards. is the game story here, though. Absolutely. I mean, these turnover like, I mean, the Carson Wentz yeah, like it's four. It's a four to one ratio snap right was now. Kind of yeah. lucky, but mm-hmm. there's some forced turnovers there that weren't that were just terrible plays. I mean, really, like I said, Philly shooting themselves in the foot this game. Yeah, the, and Dallas is playing well. The reason why we have this division at the bottom, and I mean, I. I was I was pushing for him to be at the bottom. Hayden was a little bit. Hesitant I thought they were one because it's just because it like there's a lot of potential in this division. But if you look at it, who the Cowboys have beaten? I mean, assuming they win and don't blow a 27 point lead with two minutes I don't left, even think we'll, we'll put that, them in there. Uh, so far, they're they're four and three. Three wins have come against their division opponents, who we mentioned are all d- very weak. And the other one, and the other one was the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, who aren't even a real football team. Uh, wow. Their losses, their it's quality losses. Loss yes. on the road all, to the all Saints. All quality losses except for the Jets. Home, home, and the Packers on the road against the Jets. I mean, the you know Jets what? one was a trap game, though. Yeah. It was, it was a trap game. I mean, for sure. Look, I, I will, I will come clean to you guys. We're going to talk about the AFCs in a little bit, but you know those, all those sports guys that have those one take that like they just hold true to. It, like sounds nice. It's, it's pithy, it's uh, pithy. and and they they prove it no matter what happens. That's me with this quote right here, which is. The only thing that can stop Sam Darnold is mono. Okay, so you're gonna hear this a lot. They play the Dolphins tomorrow, or they play the Patriots tomorrow, and 
If they win, you're going to hear it even more from me on the next episode. If they lose, I'm going to make some excuse as to why he actually did play really well, even if he throws five picks and is like five of 22 passing. Anyways, let's keep it moving. We've got our next division here. This one's close. The AFC North. I Yes, it is very close. Um, but there's- See, I don't think Baltimore is as good as – I mean, this Seattle win this week. Was let's just start at the bottom. Sorry, I shouldn't skip to Baltimore. Yeah, Cincinnati's trash. They're they're garbage. Next, <laughs> I I wouldn't. I, I want Ryan Finley to get some playing time because their defense. Because like, you guessed every, it at the beginning of the season, or what? Well, no, but I I feel like he's a good quality player. But at the same time, you can't throw him in to this team right now. Like it's no, it's le- it's legitimate. It's legitimately scary. Like what would happen to him because Andy Dalton's barely staying alive. I mean, let's let's take a peek at his stats today. They only lost by ten to the Jags. But it wasn't because of their offense. Andy Dalton, 22-43, of 276 yards, one touchdown, three picks. Uh, he actually rushed. He had four carries for 33 yards, which wow. is pretty good. Joe Mixon had two yards on 10 carries. Oof. You need a, he, Joe Mixon's not the He's the a truth. big disappointment. I have him in two leagues too many. You traded for him. You traded Matt yeah, Breida I tra- for him. Yeah, I traded Matt Breida for him, which, which I guess Matt Breida, yeah, he's, he's running an RBC, so it's, it's, it's all right. But, it's an RBBC, John? My bad. I just I don't add the B. You just in there don't have time for yeah, it. I don't have time. You're for it. a run a podcast. I'm on the move. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then the this, biggest one of, one of the biggest disappointments this season. The biggest one in this division is the Steelers, though. Steelers. Yeah. I mean, it's it's both, partially both due Browns, to injury. Both Browns and Steelers. Yeah, but yeah. but the Steelers have had injury and stuff. At yeah. Least. If you have if you have Big Ben and uh, on on that team, it's it's definitely a different story. A healthy Big Ben because because he opens it up for James Conner. Yes. Juju performs better. Although Devlin Hodges is playing really well. Uh, and right and this now, this defense isn't terrible. The Steelers are riding a winning streak of one game, right now. One, well, and they're one and they're two streak. and one over their last two, three. Exactly. They so, lost to the Ravens by three in overtime. Not too bad. That's a quality win for sure. A quality loss. Quality loss. Yes, would have been a quality. Not win. a quality win for the Ravens. Uh, no, not a quality win for them at all. Uh, the Browns, a big disappointment, disappointment, but don't have. I mean, there's not a lot of excuses you can really make. Baker Mayfield wants to play with a chip on his shoulder. He's been gifted with the chip on his shoulder right now. His team's two and four. Well, he's made the chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, it's and I think he's not playing well. John. We we got we I, myself included. We got excited about them because of what they could do, uh, and they're really if you think about it, they're a young team. Their best players, like their core four, really is Odell, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, and Miles Garrett. Yeah. All under thirty. Which yeah, yes, and they've then, got and, and also like Jarvis Landry yeah. and David and Joku. Yeah, they've got a lot of, of youth and a lot of areas to grow, but that doesn't always translate to winning. I mean, you see it all the time in the NBA. Like that's why I don't think the Pelicans are gonna make the playoffs. Like, yeah, they're a talented team, but but they're they, they're you, young. You have to be experienced and be able to play with in a like. Yeah, you have system. you have to know like the the Browns are in a situation right now where they could go out and beat any team. They beat the Absolutely. they beat the Ravens, they looked really good. But they can also have they also have the talent to lose to any team, and that's just how it's gonna be. I mean, I hope they can pick pick it up because they're a fun team when they're playing well. All right, Ravens. Ravens. So Lamar Jackson is a running back, John. That's right. We've been we've been down on Lamar Jackson for a long time. He went nine for twenty, mm-hmm. one hundred forty three yards. But almost if he had. was he had almost identical stats to Ezekiel Elliott this week. Fourteen carries, less carries, higher higher yards per carry. Fourteen carries for one hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown. Look, also, I just want to clarify something. So, obviously, we are critical of Lamar Jackson, um, and I feel like we don't always make ourselves exactly clear. I don't. I wouldn't we say like, we, we always say that yeah, we like we Lamar like Jackson. Lamar Jackson, but I think we we aren't as high on him as a passer as everyone else is. Like, we don't believe we don't believe the hype that he gets. 
because he deserves hype as a player. Yeah, somewhat. absolutely. He's an exciting player, and, and, and you can win he playoff wins games. games with this kind of. Yeah, I mean, Colin, like you were Colin saying Kaepernick earlier, did it. Colin Kaepernick did it. A good defense, a rushing offense, and he made throws when he needed to. And that's exactly what you know Lamar can be. And in this game, that is what he was. The defense was very dominant. Um, Russ played two touchdowns. Russ played subpar for sure. Yeah, it's not an MVP level performance. I mean, he was no, feeling a lot of this, the hype. This, this does take him a little bit off of the, I, t- I the still pedestal. Think, oh, I, I still think, the I think it one. closes. I think it closes the race because Deshaun Watson yes. did also have a, bad, have game, a bad game, and McCaffrey was on a bye. So like, yeah. he's still number one. He's still number one for but sure. His, but his pedestal is lower. Yeah, it's a lot lower definitely. Um, and but the, the problem was they couldn't get Chris Carson going. Mm-hmm. The Baltimore yeah. defense stifled the run. Twenty-one carries for sixty-five yards. Their leading receiver. Two defensive was... touchdowns. They won thirty to sixteen. Those two touchdowns were the difference right there. Mm-hmm. Marcus Peters, shout out to him. Uh, pick six on your on with your, your first, first game, game with, the, with the team. Also, we, we can't forget this was Earl Thomas's return to Seattle. That's right. He also got a big win for for him. And I mean, he was you know he wasn't as influential as you know as he was in Legion of Boom days. Mm-hmm. But you know he had a decent amount of tackles. He felt like he was managing the secondary decently. He didn't get, I don't think he blew any coverages from. I didn't, I didn't watch the whole game, but from the limited part of the game that I watched, I mean his his secondary was was fairly dominant against Russ. But the biggest thing was pass rush and run stopping was very dominant for the Ravens. This was just a it was just a gross game, you know. Definitely. And yeah. and the Raven the the Ravens I'm not gonna say that they like dominated Seattle because they ran all over them, but yeah. they didn't they didn't throw all over. It was them. Yeah, but their defense was was very dominant, and and Russ did not play as well. And Russ broke his interception streak, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, aforementioned so. Marcus Peters pick six, but the DK he, Metcalf fumble also hurt some. Yes, like there's a lot. There's a lot of times where they they shot themselves in the foot here. Yeah, and I mean we were talking about this before. You said you're not completely convinced on the Ravens. Well, luckily they've got a really good chance to show you because four of their next five games are against playoff caliber opponents. I mean I'm taking out the Bengals. Yeah, they they're got, on the road. They the Bengals. Pats, they go Pats. Texans, Bengals. Texans. Pats and Texans at home. Then they go on the road to play the Rams, and then they get the Niners at home. And then the Bills. John. Then the Bills on the road. So if they're going to prove it to you, they've got they got a win. They've three got six in that weeks. Stretch. Yeah, if they go three and three. That's fine. Especially with their division, they'll still be. They'll, they'll put them at eight and five. Yeah, they'll be in the driver's seat to win. All right, what's our next division? The AFC South. I fought oh, hard boy. for this one. You did, Hayden, and I eventually gave it to you. Hayden initially was saying that— I thought they should be one slot lower. Yeah, well, no. We'll talk I, about that in a second. Immediately, your, your gut reaction was four. like— Yeah, you, yeah. you said they were bottom four. I was like, nah, they're three at least. Because you've got all four teams within a game of, of 500, uh, and the Titans aren't good against division opponents. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, but let's go ahead and start from the yeah, bottom the tit- here. The Titans are 0-2 division. Titans, here we go. Yeah, 0-2 against the division. So th- that means they have a winning record against everyone else. Uh, th- they didn't. They they got lucky, you could argue, today. Uh, a Melvin Gordon fumble on, on the, it like, was, the it was inch definitely, line. They, yeah, they, they did get lucky. They put themselves in a scenario to get lucky, but they did. The Chargers are a team, I and mean, we'll talk about them in a bit, but they're a team that just like loses these kinds of games. Mm. We talk about it every week. Yeah, we really do. Um, but Ryan Tannehill? Looks good in his first start. Yes. I, uh, I don't think season. it's Mariota's job anymore. No, he lost Tannehill it. is taking this job. 23 yes. for 29, 3, 12, two touchdowns. And Derrick Henry came out and rumbled again. Mm, so this is a transformed offense. Um, but anyway, so, so that we got the Titans at the bottom of this division. And then we yeah. look at Jacksonville, who, you know, we're big fans of. We like Gardner Minshew quite Love a bit. Gardner you like Minshew. him a lot. Love Gardner um, Minshew. 
Jacksonville went out and beat the Bengals today. Whoopee. There's not a lot to say there. It was it was closer than most then, people could hope for because the Jacksonville scored 21 of their 27 and points didn't play in the second great. half. He had just over or just under 50% completion mm. percentage. But it's going to happen. Leonard Fournette, Leonard 131. Fournette. He's been also really Minshew Minshew added 48 yards on the ground. So they had That's about true. they had about 200 yards of of rushing. And he finally found D.D. Westbrook. Finally, is, yeah. It, who's the truth, D.D. Westbrook or D.J. Chark, John? I, I still have to go with D.D. Westbrook because oh, going on. in going into it, uh, the offensive coordinator was talking about how he was the best route runner he'd seen, and he worked with Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. But Chark makes plays. He does, but I feel like that is largely attributed to the people covering D.D. Westbrook so hard. So Absolutely. now that they've now that they've realized that D.J. Chark is a legit kind of threat, the coverage. it's going to split coverage, and I feel like D.D. Westbrook is going to prove that he's the more valuable player. Now, luckily, I can say that having already clearly traded away DJ Chark uh, on my fantasy team and kept DD Westbrook. So I, I was really going for the better of the two, and luckily it worked out. The next four games for them are really going to sink or they're going to sink or swim. They go home against the Jets, home against the Texans, then on the road against the Colts, and then the Titans. If those they are can, three if they big can win games. three of those, like they're talking, they're talking with division stuff here. Oh, definitely. Like, like, like the Jaguars are not out of it for this division. Yeah, it's, and I don't it's know if that's indicative of, indicative of them being a good football team, or is that's indicative of this division being very mediocre. It's just, it's just so well balanced. Like, all of these teams could go out there. Like, I feel very confident they could go out there and beat well, really any because team. they have the the yeah the the Colts have gone out and beaten the, the Chiefs. two lo- the two losses from the Chiefs have come from the AFC South. Uh huh. The Titans are yeah, and on the Texans and as well have beaten the Chiefs. Yeah, and, and I the, feel like. The, yeah, the Titans have beaten good teams. Mm, yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. So, so, but then our last, you know, the top two teams in this division now, it, it got sorted out today. It did. For now. For now. I think. Oh, this is a game we watched in full. Yeah. I was, I was there. Very from, fun game. I missed two minutes because I mistimed halftime and I went to shower at You half-time. did do that. But and I that, saw that two minutes. Yeah. So, we'll, so we'll, we covered it. So. Because I missed the beginning. Yeah. In total. In, in total, total. We watched all, all of it. All uh, um, the Colts. It was a seven really point good. game, and it wasn't indicative. Like that's not it was, indicative it was of the a game lot, script. Yeah, whatsoever. it was a lot bigger of a of a, a difference than seven points. Really, I mean, the Colts had multiple chances to put this away in the fourth quarter. They had a fourth down stop on fourth and one. Then they went three and out uh, to punt the ball. They picked off Deshaun Watson, went three and out, uh, and then had a fantastic punt, which the Texans took a safety on, which I like. It was a weird call at first because they did an intentional safety, uh, but. And you know, then then Darius Leonard. It's a lot of fun though. Is a is a, yeah. It, it was it was cool. Darius Leonard is a baller. I'm happy to have him back on the team. That little stiff arm action. That stiff arm that was, was tough. crazy. I mean, it didn't count because he was already down. But you knew Kenny Stills was trying to tackle him, and you knew Darius Leonard he wasn't still about to be tackled. Him, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it uh, what was most interesting to me about this game is you'd expect, um, you know, of course Deshaun Watson likes to throw the ball, but last week Carlos Hyde was a very productive rusher. And Marlon Mack, this whole season has been, and then mm. they come out, and those two run for a combined mm, seventy, seven, like eighty, 80 yards. Yeah, yeah. Well, seventy nine yards. The front seven of the Texans is no joke, and I feel like and that Colts was, are supposed to be a run stopping team. Yeah, which having Darius Leonard back was a big help for that. I mean, we're on like a twenty five game streak or something like that of not allowing a hundred yard rusher, because we may give up rushing yards in chunks, but we're not going to give it up to one guy. Like you're going to have to beat us with multiple guys. Uh, and and we know the Texans. We know what they're capable of. I mean, obviously J.J. Watt, but fantastic play calling by Frank Reich and the and the offense. You know, really getting Jacoby Brissett out there and throwing the ball because 
326 yards, four touchdowns. He's sitting at 14 touchdowns on the season, three picks, yeah. and like 1,500 yards. And keep in mind, he did have a bye week. If he hadn't lost this week, if he had done, if he had gone out and played as just have Jacoby Brissett numbers this week, mm. Deshaun Watson's arguably your MVP. Yes, after this Deshaun, week, yeah, Deshaun but Watson. He didn't. He put up. He he threw for 308 yards, a touchdown, two picks, and sacked three times. Uh, he he had some and, well, weird, and the he biggest thing, John, streak too. The biggest he, thing is he didn't really have control of this game either. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was the Colts were were just from start to finish. Yeah. The Texans were constantly shooting themselves in the foot. They had two illegal shift penalties on their first drive <laughs> and a lot of field goals that they could have, have touched. Yeah, four trips to the five trips to the red zone, four field goals. Uh, and previously, they'd led the the league in touchdown conversion percentage. Previously, previously, uh, I mean, we gave them the ball on the five yard line. They still couldn't convert. So, I'm I'm feeling good as a Colts fan. You have to like where they're at right now. The next few weeks, we go home against the Broncos, on the road against the Steelers, home against Dolphins, home against the Jaguars. That's, that's a lot of wins, uh, hopefully. There's a chance. There is a possibility that we win all four, and all of a sudden, we're 8-2. Eight 8-2. And eight two. And two. That's crazy. And that's, that's in the AFC. That's a near lock for yeah for the, the playoffs. Well, card spot, at least. Because we're going to get a couple home games that, you know, that we should inevitably win throughout the rest of the way. But... The division is far from over. I think Thursday, November 21, mark it on your calendars, when the Colts go on the road to play the Texans, that'll be the I think the Texans division are winning decider. I think that's the division decider. Like, really? We'll, we'll wow. have to see where they're at. But uh, The Colts might have padded their record by then, though, because if we go and look at the, the yeah, Texans' schedule, see where the Texans are at. They, they, also, go, they go Raiders, Raiders, Jags, Ravens, Colts, Pats. That's tough. That's tough. They're, but then they end it. with Broncos, Titans, Bucks, Titans. Yeah. So it's that mm. Titans Bucks Titans sequence is kind of nice. I do think the Colts will be in the driver's seat going into this game, but that could be where the momentum shifts. So either it, it stays be. with the Colts or it swings in the Texans' favor. But even if the Colts lose, uh, I, I think that there's there's a chance they can still win the division. Because also fun stat: Jacoby Brissett has not lost to the Texans even in Ever? 2017 when he was the the full time starter. He won twice against wow. the Texans. So he is four zero against the Texans at this point in his wow. career. All right. Well, the division close behind. Number. Yeah, the one we the one we were arguing the one that about I that think low key, low key should be higher because of top end talent is the NFC South. A very good division. Um, Atlanta, massive, is disappointment. very disappointing. Um, you know, only one win coming week two, getting dominated by the Rams this week. Although they should have beaten the Cardinals last week. Not should have, but could have. Yeah, um, had the chance definitely. Got blown out by the Texans. Got beat by the Titans. Colts was close, Colts but was this, close. this Falcons team is, is weird because they have the weapons. The defense doesn't seem like it should be that bad, but like you've said, the problem is they have, they've gotten rid of their offensive coaching. They went with uh, Quinn and let, let Kyle Shanahan walk, which is really biting him in the butt right now. Cause honestly, this is how it breaks down. And this is the reason why so many teams are hiring offensive coaches over defensive coaches. I mean, I've seen it personally with the Colts and Chuck Pagano, the offense gets worse and the defense doesn't get better. When you hire a defensive coach. When you hire a defense coach. When you coach. hire an offensive coach, it's crazy. Like the, the, the everything everything is, is good, good. And the offense gets at least the same, if not better. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a weird situation, but that's just how it goes. And the Falcons are another example of what this could be. I mean, unless you have a young, hot shot offensive coordinator calling plays, that's really the only thing that can save you. The, All right. The, the Falcons, Buccaneers is our next team. Yeah. The Buccaneers, they're I, a team that seems like they have what it takes to be, you know, a 500-ish team. Yeah, 
But they, they were they haven't my, been they able were my to sleepers. finish in games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came out and dominated the Rams. Scored like put up like a fifty five on them. Something like that. And yeah. they have a potent offense. I mean, if Jameis doesn't throw picks all day long, they got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans who are monsters. OJ Howard who can make plays hasn't he can. But can. And you know, I, I I know there's not a good running game there, but their defense is nice. Shaq Barrett is you know the leading leader league leading sacker mm-hmm. this season. So. Well, when you, okay, when you break it down, that one that one point loss the Giants mm-hmm. does like really come back to bite him because that would if they make that field goal that would put them three three. at five hundred and that puts them in a good place. There's a big difference between three and three and two and four. Yes. I mean, I don't know statistically, but <laughs> I'm sure there's something out there where it's like maybe a twenty five point percentage increase chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, but they're two and four. I don't know if they solve it this year. I I'm still holding out hope. I think Mariota's done. Like I don't, we didn't, you know, we talked about that a little bit. It's Tannehill's job now. Yeah, I'm not ready to give Winston's job to someone else. And I think that the Buccaneers should sign him to maybe a one-year, two-year deal after the season and say, "Look, we're giving you one last shot before we we let you go." Because I don't know if he starts anywhere else. Uh, I mean, there's some places where he starts. Well, I, but I don't know if there's place like he could start on the Dolphins. I don't know yeah. if he wants to go well, to Miami. Well, and he could start like he could go to the go to the Steelers. If yeah, exactly. Big Ben's not playing mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um. All right. But then we get Carolina. Carolina. What an intriguing team. Fantastic. I mean, we they were kind of dead in the water. They were on by this week, too. so there's nothing to talk about there. But Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. is is to me like the 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 two A two B with Deshaun Watson right now for MVP. Yeah, they're right there. It's still Russ's Christian, game, I but mean, they're still right there. If he was a quarterback, like we've said this before, if he was a quarterback, he'd be insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know how to put this, but if that if his like dominance at his position translated to quarterback play, he would look like Patty Mahomes last year. And honestly, it really comes down to Kyle Allen at quarterback. I mean, Cam Newton, he's a fantastic player, you know, obviously, but he's, but he's not been hobbled. A game manager. He's been hobbled by injury, not a game manager. They don't need a guy making out making all those plays cuz Christian McCaffrey already does it. Kyle Allen can dump the ball off to Christian McCaffrey. He'll make eight guys miss and score a touchdown. That's simply what it is, and that's all they need at a quarterback, which is why everyone's like, oh, man, can Kyle Allen take Cam Newton's job? Yeah, he probably he will. Probably and will. probably, it, I, I mean, they're 4-0 they're and oh with the kid. He's cheaper. He's better because he doesn't try to do too much. And he's much. absolutely serviceable, and he's not a problem in the media or anything Five like years ago, Cam Newton would be still the, the starting quarterback because he can make plays, but he can actually make them. Mm-hmm. Right now, well, injury, Cam Newton five years ago was an MVP candidate. Yeah. It he, really, he was it, an MVP. It really hurt him, all these injuries, and you know, because he's a tough physical guy, which led him to win MVP, but now he's he needs to learn to adapt. It's kind of like in the NBA with Blake Griffin. Yeah. Blake Griffin was a crazy athlete, was wowing us in the first four years with his dunks, making play highlight reel after highlight reel, but then he got older, injuries started to catch up to him. The difference is that Blake Griffin has adjusted his game. Yes, though. Blake Griffin developed a three-point shot. He's fantastic off the dribble for his size. And he's still like, you know an elite player yeah exactly so cam newton really has to reevaluate adjust his game because i don't think i think his career is done with the panthers right now but that doesn't mean his career is completely over if he can kind of reinvent himself become more of a game manager make those smart plays he can start other places i'm sure other other like the the bears would love to have cam newton the the steelers dolphins there's probably eight teams that are in need of a quarterback that would go for him um, the Final, Buccaneers. Speaking of, yeah, the Buccaneers. <laughs> speaking of another backup quarterback oh, who's boy. doing really well, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Is, not, a, not a phenomenal game today, but he did enough to win the game. You know, he's been. that's his theme, though. That's his yeah. thing. 
just does just, just do i mean it's a kyle allen it's the same thing yeah it's a similar situation but he's old yeah exactly but you know what's crazy is this game is i i wish we would have done this pod after i knew that kamara was gonna get hurt because mm-hmm. i recommended actually my dad called me and asked me for some fantasy help this week big flex yeah, yeah and um go. and i recommended latavius murray as like i was like oh, literally fantastic. start him literally start over anybody you've got that like outside of your elite guys and he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll pick him up." And I, I hope he did that in his, in his, in one of his leagues. I tried to pick up Lat Murray, but in one league, yeah, I, I tried, I tried. As I well. di- in one league, it was like he had to clear waivers first, and then by that time, I had it figured out. And in the other one, like I didn't want to drop somebody for one week when I figured I would win anyway. Um, but Latavius Murray rumbled. Michael Thomas, of course, had another big game. Allen Robinson has been picking it up over the last couple weeks. Here's something I want to talk about: Tariq Cohen. Okay, they're doing this little short thing. Yeah, I, I don't short like this. Shaming. Yeah. We, we like we like our short kings. Yeah, we do here we on do. the pod. I mean, neither of us are really short kings. I'm I'm an average king, and John's a John's a tall kid. Yeah, yeah, um, not, not tall king, just tall kid. That's no, all. No, well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Short kings are for not tall people. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tariq Cohen is five six, so yes, he is very short. Mm. But they did this like you go ahead and describe the celebration. So essentially, what happened was Tariq Cohen trucked a guy. First off, they're down 26. The Bears are down 26 <laughs> points at this point. Uh, and he trucks a guy, and then he's just talking a little smack. You know, he's getting in his face, talking to him. And then the because defender— Because he trucked a guy. Yeah, because he trucked, as a, trucked a guy who's like 6'2", you and, know, a defensive back. And he's—how how much does he weigh even? He's 5'6", 180. <laughs> yeah. So so he gets up, and he's like, you know, talking a little smack, which is like, whatever. I mean, if I'm the Saints, I'm like, scoreboard, you know, which they eventually <laughs> did. Um, but then the, the defender starts, you know, putting up his hand. Like, well, I mean, first off, he didn't even do it at Tariq Cohen's height. Like, he definitely did it, like, a couple inches lower. Well, like, yeah, he did he was like, like five Yeah, he's like five. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then another defender joined in. And that really led a chain, like, with the last five minutes of the game where, like, he was talking <laughs> back and forth with a lot of players. And and they low-key came back. They I mean, did. this 11-point well, loss doesn't look quite as bad. You know? It does. Yeah, it, I mean, it was. I mean, not that he did anything. He had three carries for 10 yards. The, but he was the leading rusher for Chicago. The Yeah, the, this score is not really indicative of, of what. The game turned out to be no. because Mitch Trubisky. But it doesn't matter. Is not good. Uh, the Saints I mean, 34, are 54, the, and 250, that's why I think the Saints. That's why I think I would put the Saints above. Or sorry, that's why I would put the NFC South um, above the AFC South, just because of this elite talent. The Saints literally don't even have Drew Brees, and they're still like a like a NFC Championship level team right now. Yeah, and well, I, if you're going off of top heavy, like there's no argument the Saints between the AFC South they don't have and the NFC depth South for sure is the is the better team. But when you go down further, I mean, I'm taking the the Texans, I'm taking the Texans and the Colts over the Panthers, and then I'm taking the I'm taking the the Texans and the Jaguars or the Jaguars and the Titans but I'm over big taking Buc- the Saints Bucks and the, and over the Falcons. The Texans. Yeah, all right, so it's close. Now it's time to hear from our sponsors. First things first, we've got Audible, who we heard about from the beginning. Uh, but Hayden, let's let's double team this oh, one. Boy. Okay, let's let's work on this one together. Um, do you like listening to stuff? Yeah, you do, because you're listening to a podcast. You know what's similar to a podcast is, but a little odd... bit different because it's already written down. Yeah, like way less, way more organized. Way than, more organized than, than this, this ad read is right an, audi- an audio book. Oh boy, <laughs> what better way now that it's fall? You know, we're in the twenty, we're in the twenty first century, right? What you better can curl way... up next to the fire. Listen to an audio with your podcast. AirPods. In. Put the AirPods in. Listen to. I wasn't going to say AirPods because I, I don't want to sound like I'm modern. John. I don't want to sound like that. I mean, I, I would. I, you I, literally I would have put your AirPods. AirPods. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyways, what better way to sit down in front of a nice uh, TV fire <laughs> with an audiobook than using Audible? Audible is the premier choice for premier. listening to audiobooks. 
And listeners of this podcast can actually get a free trial of Audible. Because look, you may not believe us, but it's there. You may not. You may not, but <laughs> I believe it's us. true. You how do they, to, John, how do I get oh, this free trial? I was please, just going to say. I please share. Well, say, I would like to ask. Audibletrial.com slash NGL is the way to do it. Wait a minute. I've heard this before. That's right, because you said it at the beginning. Deja vu. That's Why right. did I ask? Why did you I'm ask? I'm so silly. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's crazy. But yeah, check out audibletrial.com slash NGL for a free 30-day trial and get an audiobook of your choice. Speaking of choice, John, what team did we... <laughs> That's not a good transition. What team did we choose? Wait, we can't go I mean, we, uh... any longer until we hear from this other sponsor who we know and love. Wait. I Anchor. thought we were waiting. Oh, no, we're Anchor. going right now. We're doing Here back-to-back sponsors? Yes, John, you're really it. selling out. This is it right now. We're back. Wow. John, you're really sold out on no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> that's what that's what all the professional podcasts do. They do oh, okay. they do like they do four. I really cut them some well, slack. Well, we're literally here. doing four. Well, we yeah, no, no, no I'm saying they do four in a row. Like oh, three or four back, in a row. Like they're just reading them constantly. Yeah, we'll space them out for you guys. Don't don't sweat. Yeah, don't worry. I mean, this is I mean, they got to hear us really ad lib to ad read. So it's kind of like it's kind of entertaining, you know? Yeah, it's... Yeah, All right, it's, so like I was saying, speaking really of choice, it. the division that we chose to go just be... Wait, no, are we going down? Below average. Just no. above the NFC South. No. Yes. How do we do this? We messed this up. We did. We started with the worst, you went, and then we jumped... We started with the worst, and then jumped to... No, we started with the worst, and then got a little better. Let's see. Wait. No, we went We went worst, second worst, and then yeah. like third and fourth. So we went worst, second worst. <laughs> yeah, and then we went... What? What? <laughs> what did we do? <laughs> okay, all right, here we all go. Right. This is what's going to happen. We're going to read our power rankings and then we're just going to go in like a random order cuz <laughs> I don't know what the heck we just did. Wow, we really messed it so, up. So, from we top just... from top to bottom, 1 NFC West, 2 NFC North, 3 AFC South, 4 NFC South, 5 AFC East, 6 AFC West, 7 AFC North, 8 NFC East. There it is. Okay, so I don't we know did what we did 3 4 7 8. So let's do 6. So we're going three, six. four, seven, eight, and then we're doing six, five, we'll two, go six, one. Six, five, two, one. All right, we're really mixing it up for him. Actually, that was weird. Okay, okay so Sorry. AFC West is our is our sixth team here. All right, so whenever we t- see a team that we've already talked about, we're just going to skip over them. Yeah, just to keep it. If there's anything else we need to say, we'll say it. But if not, we're going to. Uh, Chargers. Eckler is back. That's all we have to say. Eckler's about Eckler's back, and the Chargers are still bad. They're still bad. Denver. Um, not a lot to say here. They're just a not good football team. Um, they got destroyed by the Chiefs, and they have they need to find some solutions in a lot of places. Yeah, I, I think they're trying to trade Emmanuel Sanders. That's what I've been hearing. There's a lot of, of moves because which would are, be a good move. I really like Emmanuel Sanders. Joe Flacco is not the the Anything. answer at quarterback. Okay, tell me what you think about this. One of one of the listeners sent in a hot take that I want to get your opinion on. Mine? Do you think? Are you yes. Asking the, okay. Yes. Do you think the Denver Broncos? should trade for Cam Newton if he comes back. Um, I'm sure year. if they, if, I mean, I don't really see what kind of capital they give up for him. I mean, he's got, he's okay, a, here's, I'm going to say no, just, they should just tank at this point. Yeah. Like don't give up capital, just tank, get better. But what could you realistically, like realistically ask for, for Cam Newton? Cam like Newton's a worth fit? like a, no, I was going to say like a third. But with his contract and the, with he's the way still he's still worth a third. Yeah, that's true. I don't think the Broncos Not should give that it. up. Okay. And they still have Drew Locke coming back. Like Joe Flacco, yeah. remember, is a placeholder for yes, Drew Locke. Yes, he is. Um, Raiders. So Raiders, okay. The like Oakland Raiders. They're three and three. Darren Waller had a beast of a game today, mm-hmm. but they got destroyed by the Packers. It's Packers. It's the Packers. I mean, the Packers are legit. Aaron Rodgers is trying to make an MVP case for himself. Um, 429 yards, five touchdowns today. He had almost as many touchdowns as incompletions. 
Aaron Jones was not the running back that he needed to be today because they didn't need him to be that. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Gantling, two two catches for 133 yards and a touchdown. That's big boy moves. Okay, the, the, the Raiders the Raiders had us fooled. The okay. number one thing I want to say about the Raiders is Josh Jacobs. He's good. The Rookie pieces, of the year candidate the if, pieces if are there. quarterbacks don't count. The pieces are there because Derek Carr is leading the league in completion percentage. Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs is, is, legit. A, is a stud. They've got Darren Waller, who is also a stud. And Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams. Back. But they had us fooled for a second, like for like a millisecond when they beat the Colts and the Bears. They had us really thinking like, wait, are these guys like actually well, good? they're okay. They're fine. No. That's, and that's those what are, it is. I, like, I believe those wins. That's what it me? is for most of the time. Like that's why week one overreactions are such a big deal because yeah. really the truth is in the middle. Oh, and we were saying that at the time. Always the truth is in the middle somewhere. The truth is in the middle. Like remember when Sammy Watkins blew up game one, like week okay, one, and so everyone was like, Okay, so this is where we need to talk. Patty Mahomes. Let's talk about uh, three three things really rapid fire. Patty right. Mahomes. Okay. Um, MVP fallout. He can't win MVP. Opens up the race. Yes. Um, fantasy fallout. He boosts any running back there's stock. Um, hurts Travis Kelsey a lot. I think Tyreek Hill is fine. I I mean I think Travis and Kelsey Sammy and Tyreek Hill are, are is, similar. Is no, it's the only the the only people that really are hurt by this are owners of Patrick Mahomes and fantasy. Oh well, yeah. And uh, anybody who owns a wide receiver. Or a pass catcher not named Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Like, they'll really fall out. Tyreek Hill had a good connection with – who is it, Matt Moore? Yeah, Matt Moore. Yeah. Statistically, backup quarterback's favor, wide receiver one, tight end, and running back. We love that. Yeah. I don't even know where those stats are. We pulled that – I think we saw it. I saw it somewhere. I saw it somewhere. I think I I saw it from Warren Sharp. I get a lot of my analytics stuff on Twitter (laughs) from Warren Sharp. No, but it makes sense. Like, you think about it, like, what? those are the first three reads in the offense. Like, that's that's your number one plan, your safety blanket, and your backup plan, just like that. Um, so yeah, uh, the chiefs without Patty Mahomes are still going to make the playoffs. They're still going to win because somehow they win the division. coming back from that, uh, patellar, uh, dislocation. That was a, that was a blessing. That no ACL injury, no so meniscus it, it crunch, nothing easily been worse because you think of, I mean, you mentioned it when it happened, like anytime anyone dislocates a kneecap, like that's usually normally, at, le- that's at least followed by severely stretches your ligaments. Yeah. So I mean, he's I'm gone, doctor, he's like gone for the next Twitter. three weeks. There's a chance at least they lose all three. No. They go home against the Packers. They have no defense. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a field day. They're going to lose to the Packers. If he lit up the Raiders, they go home against the Vikings. They're winning that. The Vikings They're gonna win look that game. good. Vikings look real good. But and the Titans. Remember, we talked, you know about crazy, we talked about this before. Wait, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. If they go 0-3, and they're still 5-5 five and, five and, and probably going to the, the division. division. Yeah. <laughs> we should have put this division last, John. But... But but they have but Patty the Mahomes Chargers, will come back. The Chargers could turn it around. No, the Raiders are okay, maybe above average, like a, a skosh, like, like a skosh, literally above like five hundred one. But yeah, this this they they should have been. I mean, they six. Sh- I feel like six is good because they, they're not worse they than the NFC. Been wor- they're not worse than the NFC East. I don't. They're think. worse than the AFC because they're not bottom. They're not bottom. Sucky. No, they're not worse than the AFC North. No, yeah. they're we're fine. Okay, yeah. They're, is uh, this our, was that our five? That was our six. Okay, who's Wait, five? Wait, one more thing though. The okay. Titans, we know that the Titans, they go on the road to play the Titans. Oh, Mike Vrabel is a fantastic motivator whenever they're like not the favorite. So look for them to steal that game. They could be five and five, but then they get Patrick Mahomes back and Oof. somehow having a really good quarterback can solve almost all That's your weird. problems. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, what's our five? Five, we have the AFC East. Oh, okay, I mean, I mean come here's, on. Here's, here's the thing. Here's how we broke this down. So we can talk about the Dolphins for a millisecond. Um, I mean, hint, the Dolphins hint. and Bills played each other, so it's fantastic. Hint, hint. The Dolphins lost. Josh Allen is a little disappointing. Yeah. He still has a lot of value fantasy-wise fantasy. as a runner. Well, yeah, because he ran for a touchdown, right? 
Uh, no, no, he ran he, for a two-point conversion. He threw, yeah, he threw, he threw two for two touchdowns, touchdowns though. 200 yards. Ran for 32. Um, Frank Gore did nothing. Devin Singletary's been a letdown for me. I like the John Brown-Josh Allen connection. Yeah, that's a, I have that's John a big Brown one. in the league. I traded him another one. The defense can compete with anybody. I think that's really what puts them in the game at this point. Josh Allen has to be serviceable. Everyone has to just be okay. Like, they're really, they're really the AFC Bears. With a better quarterback. And they can score touchdowns off of onside kicks, John. That's right. They what really the they really can do it. They all. literally won by ten and seven of those was off an onside no, kick. No, the Dolphins that's just no, it's just another way of the Dolphins telling you that they're tanking. They're tanking. For Tua. Like they they well no, they're trying to I like Tua. they're trying to sneak it around. Like yeah. for example, the two point conversion against the Redskins. Yeah, that, like <laughs> yeah, they they were going for the win, but that was the worst two point conversion call ever. This week they're down three on the Bills, so hey, we're trying. Although and I then, don't know, like they and started, then they let him walk it back. They they started Ryan Fitzpatrick, which that's is just a, Fitz magic right there. That's next a week. that's a we want to win. Like next mentality. week he's gonna be well, yeah. And then next he started, week he's gonna be the QB. No, one. see, he started doing too well, and so they let them run back the kick. That's what they. That's how they do it. They're they're one of the best at tanking. Poor, poor Fitzpatrick because they they're they're like, they look like they're trying any to win. Fitzmagic, right but here. you know you know Fitzmagic is not gonna work. Um, other than that, I don't think there's a lot more. There's nothing else to talk about. I think the Bills the Bills. Looking at this next schedule here, like they could go on a bit of a run because they have the Eagles at home and the Eagles look like hot garbage. The Redskins at home, then they go on the road to play the Browns, on the road to play the Dolphins. Then they get the Broncos at home. And the Jets play this Monday night. Jets um, and Dolphins are Jets and Patriots. Jets, Patriots. So we get to cover actually this whole division in two games. Wow, Jets, Patriots. Easy. Let's talk about a preview for that. Um, if the if the Jets were uh, winless at this point, I would call the Jets to win this game. Really? Yeah. So they, they only get one trap game. They only get one trap but game at this point. But Sam Darnold. You're forgetting. The only thing that can stop Sam Darnold is, is mono. mono. That's it. Guys, I'm saying. I'm just saying. It could happen. This could catch on. Le'Veon. We'll have to make t-shirts. blowing might mess up. around and make t-shirts. <laughs> Um, no, but the this game's not even worth talking about. Uh, the Patriots are going to win. The, the only reason this division we play so high is that Buffalo is somehow five and one, which yeah. is I love it. It's crazy, but mm-hmm. I love it. They're not. They're the worst five and one team, you know, over the last couple of years probably. That being said, this is this is telling for the Patriots though. We're like we're going to see really what they're made of because yeah, these first six games are against their best Nobody. team that they played was the the Bills and the Bills played them close. But these next five weeks they'll go road against the Jets, home against the Browns. Road against the Ravens, road against the Eagles, and then home against the Cowboys. Yeah, oh, but that sounds like just for that good, sounds like everybody else's schedule. Though. And then, and then they're not done. Road against the Texans, home against the Chiefs. Wow, that's, that's a stretch. That's a tough stretch. We talked about that stretch before. I think um, so. We but have. anyway, the only reason that this division is so high up is because they have the Patriots, who are the best team in football, yeah. and everything else kind of balances itself out. Yes. Like the Jets are really bad. Buffalo is pretty good. There's not. And yeah. Miami's absolutely terrible. There's not really. Nice. There's not really much else really to All go right. off of. Uh, number two, along, the number, number two, two team because we're jumping around the NFC North. We love North. this division because it's really intriguing. I tried to make a case for them to be the best. I think no, a couple like two there. like two weeks ago. I think we were talking about yeah. it. I would say if the Dol- if the Lions took care of business against the Vikings, um, and the Bears could have beaten the Saints, like you make you, there's yeah an because then everybody's there. winning. Everyone's above five hundred, well, but or at five hundred. The Lions are are maybe Not the most bad. dangerous team in the division. Like they can beat anybody. What do you I, by no it's dangerous? You mean like, like, like they can go out like and win. Sneaky. Yeah, like they can. Yeah. Well, no, like I'm saying. Well, they're they're not as dangerous as Green Bay, John. Green Bay's got a defense and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but the the Lions were good officiating away from beating the, like beating the 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 Packers because I really think this Lions team can compete with anybody. Uh, these next four weeks they go home Giants, road Raiders, road Bears, home Cowboys. And at that point, they could really be out of the division, or they could be right in the thick of it, because this is an extremely top, like all around, talented division, like really yeah, good. Absolutely. 
And I think the only reason why they're not no, – I wouldn't make a stronger case for them to be number one is because the Cardinals went on a three-game winning streak. Yeah. If the Cardinals don't – like if they just John. miss one. Yeah, I know. Um, so Chicago loses to the Saints this week. We've talked about that game. We just talked about Minnesota looks good. Yes. No, I – I'm To I'm, me, Dalvin Cook's a top-five running back this mm, year. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins is, is performing good. way better than you think. The last three weeks, he has like 10 touchdowns and 1,200 passing yards. That's really good numbers. And the Vikings are 5-2. and two. And they're winning games they should. This win – on the road against the uh, against the Lions, it wasn't the defense that won in the game. It was Kirk Cousins, and he's asking all of us right now, "Do you like that? Do do you do you like?" But it's that? a subtle. Do you like that? Because he's, like he's, hey. he's a mature. He's a mature guy. He's like, hey, hey, you like do, that? Did you guys enjoy what I just did? did right? Did you there? enjoy that performance? Gentlemen? I put together an absolute masterpiece for you. I threw four <laughs> touchdowns. I threw three hundred thirty-seven yards. Was that okay? Like, are you guys was that respectful? Are you guys good with me doing that? And then lastly, Green Bay with no wide receivers. Slaughter the Raiders, gracious. as we already spoke about. We've already spoke I, about this game. Yeah, wait, who do they play? Did we talk about who they play next week? I forget. Uh, I, I think I'll run did. through the schedule real quick. They play the Chiefs next week. We just talked about that. Oh, yes. And then they get Chargers. Oh, this is a stretch, Loki. Chiefs, Chargers, Panthers, Niners. Yeah. That's a four-game stretch where if they go three and one, they're Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, if they, they go, go two three or, and one, they're eight and two. If they go two and two, they're seven and three. So, like, they're chilling. Yeah, but with this NFC North, really, with the NFC North and the NFC West, there's a team, I think we said it before, the NFC, you could go ten and six and not make the playoffs. I think well, there's going to be three yeah. ten and six teams, and the the wild card teams are coming out. out of those two divisions, like easily, undoubtedly. Yes. yes, unless unless like something crazy happens in one of these other divisions. And now we've got the number one division, as we in said football last right week. Right now, yeah, and that we've really been talking about the last two weeks. It's the, the NFC, NFC West. West. The Niners are undefeated, given they haven't played anybody, but neither have the Pats, and we're all over them. You can you can only beat you who's only... placed in front of you. <laughs> Iron. That's it's it's college football. That, that's what Alabama and Clemson fans say yeah. every year when they play like three FCS teams. That you being look, you said, can only though, beat John, who you put in front of you. That being said, they did beat the Redskins by nine. What a disgusting game! I mean, we covered that game. It's not, yeah, it's and it's not so much them. I would say as the yeah. conditions, it was just a tough. However, who doesn't look good is Jimmy Garoppolo. He hasn't looked phenomenal yet this season, in look, my opinion. First sixteen games. Hang on, let me see if I can pull this up. I'm gonna talk about this while I pull it up. First 16 games, Jimmy Garoppolo is 14 and two. Wow. Now you may be saying to yourself, "Hmm, is there a better winning yeah, but, percentage?" Yeah, in but jo- John, wait, hang on. I, I've been working on this one. I've been okay, working on okay, this one. Okay, okay, uh, sorry. Is there a, a quarterback that's had a better winning percentage than that? Like minimum oh amount of games? Oh my God, Jacoby Brissett. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Dak no, Prescott no, went remember, 13 he started and three. Four, remember, he and started he's four not, and twelve, and he's not Jimmy Ur- Garoppolo, uh, like what he's supposed to be. Ur- Earl Morrill. We have to go way back. Nineteen drafted in 1956. Was twenty one and three over his career. That's eighty seven point five win percentage. At some point, wow. like that's a sixteen game uh, sample size that we've gotten from him. At some point, the wins have to be coming to him because the losses are far and few between. Obviously, yes, they haven't played anybody, and we're gonna have to see what happens when they but do. But they've got that stretch coming. They've got and they've got the they've got the wins under the belt. Yeah, I let's mean, let's read I their mean, schedule. If you look what at their got? remaining schedule, this is tough. Okay, so they get the Panthers, not. Shabby at all, like we've, like we've said. Yes. Cardinals are legit, and they have to play them twice. On the road. Seahawks, they have to play who they've lot like they've beat. No, they oh, no, they haven't played them yet. They haven't played them, them yet. So, But they have to play Seahawks twice. They're losing one of those. They're probably losing to the Cardinals once. Then they go Packers. Then they go Packers, home, Ravens, Ravens, Saints, Saints. and wow. Rams again, who they've beaten. This is a weird and the stretch. Falcons. They get the Falcons. And then they end, I bet you right now, the end of, it's going to be Seattle? the winner. Oh, my goodness. The winner, they go on the road to Seattle. And that one's going to be for the division. Oh like, I bet they're going to be, like, both 10 and 5 or something like that. So exciting. And the winner goes uh, – wins the division. But, yeah, we're – I think 
you have to it's too early to withhold judgment on them yeah they're six and oh so it gives them a lot of like wiggle room but it's still too early to be like yes they're an amazing football team super bowl contenders or no they're just getting lucky like time is gonna tell and so i'm withholding judgment until time tells seahawks no cardinals let's go Cardinals. Well, yeah we'll go to the bottom now cardinals are well we've we've spoken three about and oh in the last three we've Fantastic. talked about their game yeah but we did they've got they've got the saints and niners bucks and niners coming up so they've got a tough and then rams so they got a tough stretch they're rams, not going to finish with a winning record the rams really did do a good job of getting on the right track yes because they needed this win in a big way and they won big so then next week they get the Bengals at home they go on the road to play the steelers and, and then the they go bears, bears ravens, ravens. So, so that's, that's a stretch. They can ish. get back on track if they can play like the Super Bowl. If they can go three and one the in those Super Bowl, games, Super Bowl they're team that they wild were. card contenders. But the Rams probably aren't making the playoffs, John. At this point, it's, it's tough because you've got like we said a strong NFC North and a uh, strong and they're four NFC and three. West. They're four like they really have to have like an amazing second second half turnaround in order to really because there's make a lot of noise. teams that are four and three. Yeah, and then the Seahawks. The I don't Seahawks. Know, we started we've, with the top we, with the 49ers. I don't know why weird. we did that. We've, well, we don't really know how to do anything in order today. Apparently. Yeah, I guess. Um, not. We've talked about Seattle a bit. Um, they had a tough week this week, but we still. I mean, here's the thing, John. You asked me. You, you asked me are the Ravens better than the Seahawks because they just beat them. I still am taking this. If this is a playoff game today, I'm still taking Seattle. Mm. You know, if yeah. for, if you know if for some weird reason, uh, um, okay, this is dumb. If if in some alternate universe. Seattle and Baltimore matched up in a wild card game. I'm taking Russell Wilson over Lamar Jackson every single day. I mean, the thing is, is it's kind of, which is dumb to say after they just lost, but at the same yeah. time, crunch time's coming and Seattle's put themselves in a, in a position where they were going to make the playoffs and they perform well in the playoffs. Are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not, but they're a team that can go deep into the playoffs with a limited roster just because of the great play of Russell Wilson and the rest of the team's holding itself together. Yeah. And how many times, is the defense going to score a touchdown? Really unlikely. How many times is the defense going to score two touchdowns? Even more unlikely. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens really... They they put themselves in a good position where it wasn't ever really close. They got lucky to be in that position, though. Yes. Like, there were, there was never a point where it was like, okay, who really... Like, coming out of halftime, it was 13-13. I mean, 13, that, that being said, Seattle got dominated today. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. But it was, it was just because the Ravens got off, got off the jump and then the rest of the game dominated them. I think the defense is really starting to show for the That being the said, halftime was close-ish. Like yeah no it was tied like, it was tied like it was time. it was yeah like the game I mean even the way they were te- the playing like yeah you know the games the game flow itself was close yeah and then but the, in the second half the Ravens separated that's themselves. where that's where things really got out of hand for Seattle and then Lamar I mean we already talked about Lamar Jackson yeah, we've covered this game less fifty percent but yeah Seahawks are still I would say the Seahawks are still the best team in the NFC West yeah. Best team, uh, I, I mean, I'd rather have Russell Wilson than Jimmy Garoppolo and the rest of the— I mean, that being said, San Francisco's defense is very, very good. Yeah, they can win. Seattle. It's, they're, they're similar to—I mean, really, the Bears, the 49ers, and the uh, for, and the, the Bills are all in the same— Yeah. Like, like, one team does one thing better. Like, the Bears have the best defense, less quarterback play. The Bills have decent—like, a really good defense and a decent quarterback. Yeah. And the 49ers have an amazing running game. So it's like and, they're all and, and a good, a really good defense. Yes, and a really good. Yeah, they all have really good defenses, and they have different like aspects of their team mm-hmm. uh, that that really sets them apart. So all right, that's all the teams. That's it. We made it through. Sorry, it was kind of all over the place and weird. And long. Uh, yeah, but, but we we've, we've got we've got some fan questions, and our fan questions. Oh, they are sponsored. We've got we've got a sponsor for you. It's Aaron Visual. Aaron Visual. You want to talk about Aaron Visual? I would like to talk about Aaron Visual. Aaron Visual. <laughs> 
Aaron Visual. Is you know what's funny, guys? Aaron is in the room right now. Yeah, owner of is. Aaron Visual. I feel like he's he's li- like <laughs> he's, he's just listening. He's listening really intently. If we say something wrong, I guarantee he's gonna like actually. No, no he's not gonna say anything. Yeah, he's no, just he gonna sit back there and stew on it for a little while. He'll text. He'll text us later. Be like, hey, can you not say that? <laughs> he'll text us right now. First things first. Cycle four of Aaron Visual merch drops November one. November one. That's that's, that's really coming soon. Up soon. And Aaron Visual is the perfect Christmas gift. They right. got high quality stickers. High quality stickers just dropped. Some fancy schmancy streetwear. That's right. Some really good streetwear. Uh, really, what more can you say? I mean, it's it's Aaron Visual. It, I mean, it's good. It's good looking, clean stuff. Yeah, and, and you can you can find him on AaronVisual.co. That's his website. You can find him on Instagram or my favorite one, Aaron's Aaron visual. underscore Visual on Twitter. On Twitter, Instagram, which is Aaron's which is visual. way different than the rest of them. The Twitter's dank. Follow the t- that's true. Twitter, <laughs> follow the Twitter for daily like just, just random really funny tweets like funny like tweets. Yeah, it's not even ab- like it doesn't even it's not even about the the, the promotion the gear. Yeah, it's not even about the gear at this it's point. The, it's the heart of the business. Yeah, it really is. That's you really get an insight onto the Aaron Visual character. So hop on those social medias and hop on the Aaron Visual train train. <laughs> For oh no wait by, no <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Aaron visual by Aaron for everyone there we go there that's the tagline wowie but yeah fan question sponsored by Aaron visual let's hit this first one by wouldn't you guess it Aaron Lee oh sent in the first question <laughs> how about that Eric Ebron catch oh how about it you know we've been teaching Aaron some 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 football, football knowledge yeah, here and there and we told him that Aaron Ebron Eric Aaron Ebron <laughs> Eric Ebron can only catch balls in the end zone and boy oh boy did he catch a ball in the end zone that was today. nice he I also mean, had a hurdle outside the end zone yes it was, it was it was he was you could say he was the difference maker in in the game I mean really I'm not gonna talk about this a lot but the difference maker in the game came from the red zone right the yes. the Texans kicked field goals the Colts scored touchdowns. how about Eric Ebron and that's what happened Eric Ebron fantastic player Let's keep it moving. Oh, Tim Wheeler, are the Colts the real deal? Oh, oh my goodness. Are oh. the Colts the real deal? What does he mean? Are they a Super Bowl team? No. Are they going to make the playoffs? Yes. Are they going to win a game in the playoffs? Maybe. That's I mean, about how we, real deal. We they went are. on the road and beat the Texans last year. Are they going to win two games in the playoffs? Unlikely. They could. I John, would you bet $2 right now that they win two games in the playoffs? $2 that they make that they win two games in the playoffs. Would you make that bet? I mean, like from a confidence standpoint, yes, I would make that bet. From but from a monetary $2. standpoint, I would like. I it's just like because there's still a lot of missing. Like this was a fantastic game, a great like divisional win. Frank Reich is a really good motivating coach, and we have a fantastic young group of guys that play a pretty clean game. Like they're not going to make a lot of mistakes. They're not going to shoot themselves in the foot, uh, whether it's penalties or turnovers or anything like that. Uh, I mean, they're legit threats to win the the uh, AFC South and if they win the AFC South at this point with Patrick Mahomes out there's a chance that that's a first round buy like there that's a, a two seed because they like at this point I mean we looked at their schedule we it's broke unlikely. it down it's unlikely if they win these next four games I, I like okay, if they're eight it, two, what it comes down to is this is a good team but it's not the real deal team you know what I mean like their real deal is in they're a good team for sure I I've, I really feel like I mean we've shown with the Chiefs and the Texans two weeks two out of three weeks because we had a bye week in the middle mm-hmm. that at our best we can we can run with any team like the, we're we're decent enough at every angle that's like for example today we talked about the front seven oh you're gonna stop Marlon Mack that's fine Jacoby Brissett's gonna throw yeah. 350 on you like it's crazy our defense can game plan all right what's next real deal yeah we'll see uh, Gardner Minshew this is from Hayden Gardner oh, Minshew can... uh, it's kind of awkward. Uh... <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. All right. Oh, sorry, I wasn't supposed to say it was from Hayden. Uh, ran- random question. Uh, is Gardner Minshew rookie of the year? Oh, wow. That's 
<laughs> that's a different question. Uh, right now, no, and you know he's not going to be. You don't think I'd so? rather have Josh Jacobs as rookie of the year. I just don't think it's going to be Kyler Murray though if he stays no, on no, this it's card. Gardner. It's Gardner Minshew if he can because Gardner Gar- Minshew. Okay, whichever they're going to have a better, has a better record. record. I was going to the Car- the Jags are going to have a better record because he's been playing. They're better. a better built team. Yes, and he's playing better. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's keep it moving. Maybe. Most disappointing slash uh, most disappointing team in the NFL. Most surprising. Okay, team Okay, we've in the NFL. mentioned this today. The most disappointing team in the NFL is the Atlanta Falcons. They have or the offensive. The San Diego Chargers. Or the San Diego. Oh. The the Falcons, no, uh, the yeah, Falcons you know, have the pieces. Okay, the Falcons are the I mean, most- if we're going division based or if we're going conference based, the Falcons have the most like weapons in the NFC. But they're that's not, not a playoff team in the NFC. But the San Diego Chargers, everyone was messing around saying they're Super Bowl contenders. And they're two and four, two and five. They're not. Like they're they're gonna be lucky to I, I had much higher expectations finish eight and eight for the Chargers this year. Yes. So and then most surprising, I mean Bills or the 49ers, if we go conference again. Bills, yeah. for sure, going 5-1. and one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we knew the defense was good, but it's an elite defense. It's top five defense in the NFL. Yeah. Bills, I love I love what the Bills are doing right now, and they are surprising. And Josh Allen. Although, I did, Josh Allen did I have him at 7-9 well. or 8-8? Eight eight. I had him somewhere around there. I thought they were the going to be okay. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know where. I don't know where. We'll have to look. I at have next, some faith in Next the Bills. week, we're going to revisit oh, our picks boy. and see where they're at. Uh, and get good. you just an update. Not good. And give our updated picks, because, you know, things are moving. It's a fluid game. Uh, <laughs> most surprising team, so Bills, Bills and 49ers. Because both, both quarterbacks have been like, have left more to be desired. Like, I think they're not done improving. All, but which also, is why also it's, you, it's mentioned, cool you mentioned the Panthers. If we were told Cam Newton was getting injured week three and they were 0 and 2 at the time, we would not have guessed they'd go 4 and 2. Yeah, definitely. With Kyle Love Allen, that. but he's the perfect fit. All right, next. Uh, got, oh, this, is, this is 49ers related. We've Two got more? three. Oh, boy. How will the 49ers perform against real competition? Good. I think they'll be fine. They're like, I said it last week talking about the Colts. You can win many, many games in the NFL uh, again, like with running and defense, which the 49ers are top five at both. Uh, let's see. We got one from Joey here. Which losing record team is most likely to make the playoffs and which winning record team is most likely to miss it? Okay, winning which team, lo- lo- okay, winning team is the Rams. Yes. Like the, with the winning record, yeah, they're we just four and three, that. and they're they're kind of on the edge there. And they losing record division. team most likely to make the playoffs is it the Eagles? I would say the because Eagles. they they have you know they've got like a forty percent shot of winning that division. Yeah, because they're I mean at this it, point part of it is they're 45. they're only a game down on the Cowboys, uh, and they, they other than that there's not really anybody close. I yeah, mean I, Jacksonville's the next closest mm, with a losing or record. The Titans. It just depends on really uh, how Detroit's how it comes not. Together. Yeah, no, it's sorry, it's yeah, it's it's Philly for sure. Yeah, all right. That's that's really what it comes Next. down to. Okay, let's see what do we got here. Oh, why what do you, why do you think the Seattle Seahawks have become a better road team than a home team that's, at this point? Well, the I'm gonna challenge the foundation of that question. I don't think Seattle's a better road team than home team. I think they've just performed. Uh, they've it's it's scheduling. They've only we've only seen seven games this season mm-hmm. out of Seattle, and their home games have just been tougher matchups. Yeah, home home games they've had to play the Saints. Uh, the Rams and the Ravens, and uh-huh. then on the road they play Steelers, Cardinals, Browns. Yeah, so which those are easier teams for sure. And also, part of it is with the twelfth fan, like especially back like five years ago when they had that great defense, like they they were winning a lot of games. And I think maybe it could have just been like the fact that the fans really thought that they had like I mean, no doubt about it. The the Century Link Field is like one of the most intimidating places to play. But I feel like they translated like their loudness to the team's success at home, and now that they're not winning as much at home, uh, they're they're saying, "Wait, 
Are Wait a we minute. like yeah exactly no but it's still so loud. I, it's still I think loud, it's, John. no no that's what I'm saying it's still a very intimidating place to play the most but the, intimidating place the to play. skill level like the, the team overall has just gone down and there's not a direct I wouldn't say there's a direct correlation to fan excitement and uh, and and performance on the field that's gonna do it for this episode be sure to check in uh, on Wednesday we've got another episode coming out potentially an interview I'm not sure I don't want to oh boy I don't want to say I don't want to say who because we got to get it locked in first I don't want to be making empty promises <laughs> uh, but yeah check out also next week we've got our mid-season review we're gonna look at our picks we're gonna make our predictions again see how well okay. we did uh, but that's it for this episode see you see you next week or Wednesday Wednesday Thank you.